Welcome back to the Confident Mum podcast. My name is Olga Uju. This week's episode, we are focusing on allergies and in particular food allergies, as this is something that I have been affected directly by through my eldest daughter and many mums and parents are affected daily by food allergies in their children. It's also National Allergy Awareness Week, so I thought this would be a great opportunity to spotlight um, allergies, raise some awareness and hopefully provide some information that will be of use to the listeners. Allergies are affecting more and more children and adults every single year so enjoy this episode and I'll see you on the next one. Hi mums thank you for joining me again on today's episode. This week all three episodes are dedicated to allergy awareness. It is National Allergy Awareness Week and you know when you think of allergies I know that everyone knows someone that suffers from either hay fever or asthma. You know we can be allergic to detergents, soaps, um, bee stings and just pretty much anything but the focus of the podcast this week is on food allergies as it is something that directly affects my family and many children especially babies find parents find themselves suddenly dealing with children with allergies and it can cause so much anxiety confusion doubt which is all the emotions I experience and so I wanted to spotlight this on this week's episode So my experience began um, with my eldest daughter when she was six months young. Before we started to introduce her to solids, I had my suspicions as early as eight weeks that there was something not quite right. Every time I would breastfeed her, she would come out in rashes and then I was dismissed really by my GP um, a couple of times when he was like, well, you know, I can give you some steroid creams to cream her skin but ultimately um you know as a new mum you can I was told that I am probably just overthinking things and yeah just monitor the situation which I did so I took it upon myself to eliminate dairy completely from my diet um if you listen to the last episode I've never really been a fan of cow's milk anyway and I don't drink milk but obviously dairy is in all foods so many foods so I eliminated chocolate yogurt cheese those kind of things and there were some improvements so fast forward to the time when it was it was pancake day and she was six months so obviously I knew everything that had been through her lips in terms of food she's had her veg I've introduced her to some fruits she's even had baby rice which we don't recommend now uh, and yeah it was just time for something different my husband was home that day he had a day off um, day off work which was quite rare and a treat for the family so the three of us were at home and I thought I'll make some pancakes used a traditional pancake recipe that included eggs and I thought oh she hasn't had eggs before but you know I won't give her an omelette but she you know the egg will obviously be in the pancake uh made the pancake and sliced up her one and gave my daughter um, a piece of the pancake to hold and to kind of feed herself so she took a bite and before I even turned around and turned back and looked at her suddenly she was it just seemed really instant covered in hives um, I was literally shaking. I was 
you know, it took me at least 30 seconds to kind of comprehend what was happening. But in my gut, I knew. I was like, ah, you know, what on earth is going on? So she was covered in hives. Um, she began to look really droopy. She began to swell around her eyes. And she was having an anaphylaxis. Um, yeah, she was basically having an allergic reaction. And that basically, um, like I said, it just means they're swelling, breathing difficulty. So it's all happened really quickly. So my husband got straight on the phone to 999. He also gave her some Puritan, which we fortunately had to hand. And that made her seem a bit more drowsy because it is a drowsy medicine. But it also helped to um, combat um, the itching and, you know, some of the... Um, allergens and you know it was very much a case of we didn't know what to do to be honest so the ambulance came really quickly took her to the hospital and they kept an eye on her for overnight and the next day we were told yeah we're going to write a letter to your GP um it's definitely allergy related you need to monitor your diet and it is likely to be the egg so when I got home I was like right <laughs> all the eggs were in the bin, you know, uh, and I, I had to become more conscious of food labels. And it seemed as though everything I turned around or looked at the labels, there was egg, even my haagen ice cream, which I was reluctant to get rid of during my non-dairy eating um, days, because I love ice cream, but even that had egg yolk in it. So straight in the bin. And I went shopping, you know, the subsequent day and I just thought, this is so difficult. Like, why does everything contain egg? Most, you know, most things that I picked up, even certain breads. Um, there's obviously, uh, she was, we were told sesame as well. And the other one was, it was sesame, nuts, fish. And it was just, you know, everything seemed to contain those items. So I found the whole process very, very, um, difficult to get my head around so I went down the avoidance route so we just didn't have anything in the house that contained those ingredients um and that was our method basically over the last three or four years we were given an EpiPen as well two EpiPens and that is basically an auto injector which is filled with adrenaline and you need to administer that should your child, yourself, ever get into a situation where they are having an allergic reaction to something. So that was that experience and um, very scary. And I think I was in denial, if I'm being honest, to an extent, because when I spoke about it to certain mum groups, everyone was like, oh, well, they'll grow out of it. You know, loads of children have it nowadays. And I felt kind of just dismissed. And then I, we went for a, we went privately to get the skin test and they were obviously a lot more serious and um, matter of fact about your life could be altered because allergies are very serious and you need to really be making sure that you are, yeah, keeping abreast of what's going, what she's eating, you know, the food that she's around. So we found a nursery preschool. They were excellent and she would go to preschool and then when she went to my mum's as well my mum made sure that there was nothing um that could that she can get her hands on and we also had EpiPens there as well so for the subsequent you know three or four years everything was fine there was no other issue 
until last year when she turned five, a couple of weeks after turning five, uh, she came into indirect contact with some cashew nuts. Um, it was in a smoothie. She took a sip of the smoothie and I mean a sip. And again, it was an immediate reaction. Um, just to scare you, if not slightly more, because now she's aware that mum was happening, looking at me with her eyes, like what on earth is going on? Uh, and again, fortunately, my husband was at home. We called 999. We didn't even get to the third nine. They were like, what's the emergency? We're like nuts, um, allergy reaction. And they were at the door. And I'm so, so grateful. Uh, we administered the EpiPen. Fortunately, we had that to hand and we really need, it is a lifesaver, honestly, because um, it was, the re reaction was so bad. It was very, gosh, it's even difficult for me to say, but again, swelling, hives, um, coarse breath, breathing difficulties. And it's very instant. It's like, <gasps> you know, do something now. Um, yeah, and she was rushed to hospital in the ambulance. There was loads of vomiting. I um, was at home. I was on the phone. Loads of vomiting, loads of... Even the ambulance guy, at one point, I heard him saying, you need to put your foot down to get her to the hospital quicker. Because as the adrenaline was wearing off, um, she was becoming, you know, dipping in and out of... Yeah, uh, it was a very, very scary moment for us. So... That was, um, like I said, not so long ago. Um, fortunately, she's fine. Everything um, worked out well, thankfully. And we had another, due to COVID, her test, skin test last year were all cancelled. And the year before they got cancelled as well. Um, so it's been about a, nearly 18 months since she last had a prick test. Sorry, a, heel, um, a skin test. So they were saying that we should have been introducing eggs at home over the last, you know, three or four years. And I'm like, that's so inconsistent or it's not really clear what we're supposed to do. Because if we had introduced egg and she had had another anaphylaxis, obviously having witnessed it now on two occasions, it's not something that I would be comfortable doing in a non-controlled environment. Um, so we're going to see them again. It's just mixed information. Her egg tolerance has improved. The nuts is obviously through the roof, the cashew nut in particular. Uh, some nuts are like, yeah, she can have. Some nuts, she obviously cashew nuts, she cannot have. Um, sesame, it's just really, it's a minefield and it's so overwhelming. Um, so after the last incident, I thought I need to take this a lot more seriously and find a community where I am in relationship with mums, um, especially particularly with children with allergies, because it's hard to explain. It's not that people don't understand it. It's just very much like, oh, they're allergic to nuts. Oh, okay. Um, or fish. Oh, you know, as if to say, we understand that, but surely a nut cannot reduce someone to you know, to cause such a bad reaction to the point where it's that scary or um, it's hard to get your head around. I hope I'm making sense. And even when I was growing up, I only knew, well, I didn't know anyone that had an allergy, a food allergy when I was growing up. No one personally. I myself had asthma. Asthma is a lot more common. Hay fever, we all know someone that has that. But food allergies are becoming so increasingly pre prevalent now. And 
like I said, when I was growing up, I just knew a distant cousin of mine that had a strawberry um, allergy. And she described what I now know was an allergic reaction, anaphylaxis. And I was like, oh, that's quite strange. How unfortunate. That was my mindset. I was very young at the time. And then I had a friend who said their auntie had a peanut allergy. Um, and again, it was the same kind of thing. Oh, right. Okay. That's, you know, different. So it's just a case of being in a community now where other mums understand has really, really helped me calm my anxiety around this issue and um, give me the confidence to talk about it. So those were the two instances um, that I was subject to, you know, concerning my daughter. I've got another daughter who has a more of an intolerance to certain foods, but because of my not fear of egg, but just because of the association with egg and what is done to my eldest daughter, none of my other children have actually tasted um, eggs. So when they go for their skin test, they will be tested for those in due course. And that really, in a nutshell, is my um, personal experience with allergies. And, you know, like I said, everyone's experience is different. It's not something where I'm in any way, shape or form an expert. I am going to have another lady, Manpreet from Food Allergy Fit, on the next episode where she talks about her experience with her daughter that has a dairy allergy. And all I can say really is, like I said, is join a community if you are concerned about, or if it's causing you anxiety, because it really is stressful. It really, really is stressful. Um, there was a time where I wouldn't let my daughter go to birthday parties, even at school now, um, when people, when kids bring in chocolates, cakes and sweets, it's like flat out, no, no, no. You know, they know she can't have that. When she started primary school, she sat, um, especially after the last incident, she kind of sits f further away from the rest of the children, like a social distance dinner time. And it's, it is, it's you know, it's quite emotional because she really understands what's happening now. Like, why can't I eat egg? Why, why, you know, getting the questions now. So it can cause a lot of anxiety. Um, obviously don't keep allergens in the house. And if you do make sure they're completely out of reach, speak up. Like I said, the first GP that I was registered with, they, I feel disregarded my concerns and put it down to new mum, anxiety, worry, when actually I was right. Um, so it's better to be wrong and, you know, disturb your GP, get the referral, than to be right and find yourself needing an EpiPen and an ambulance, basically. So get the referral and um, the sooner you know what you are up against, the better if you are concerned as to whether your child has an allergy. And um, if you are unsure also how to use an EpiPen, do ask. I wasn't shown how to use the EpiPen, but I did Google and do my own research because obviously, God forbid, if you need to use one, you're going to um, have to know exactly how to um, administer the EpiPen. And if you can, push for more than two. Um, they normally give out two for, you know, for reasons. Um, and I guess now in these COVID times, so to speak, two would be enough. But if they go to school, you need to make sure you have one at school or wherever your child spends a good amount of time. So um, we were given three in the end, one at my mum's, one at the school and, you know, um, one at home that I take with me and then in the car. I think I've got four actually. Uh, and make sure it's always on you. That's what I mean about taking it more seriously. There was a time where 
I would leave the house with my daughter and I wouldn't have the EpiPen on me, you know, but I wouldn't forget my phone, would I? So things like that, now it's always on me. Um, you need to administer that pen as well very, very quickly should you suspect that your child is having an anaphylaxis um, reaction. The sooner the better. And... Yeah, I just want to encourage parents who lack confidence in the area of food allergies to just seek help, advice and get help and do not feel guilty for it. Um, and then finally, you just have to read those labels. Labels can be so misleading. Even um, I spoke on the other episode about all the foods items that I found because I went through a phase where I thought I would never be able to enjoy chocolate um you know, um, milk or all these things ever again. But fortunately, I found, finally found some food items that are actually free from literally all these allergens. But you have to make sure you read the label. So the free from section can be a bit misleading because in the beginning, you might just think as soon as you see the free from, it means that anything in that section um, I can just kind of clear the shelf and pull it in my basket and everything's great. Well, no, there's always a, there's usually a disclaimer on the food items that say still may contain eggs, nuts, fish, whatever it is, um, due to the way it's been manufactured. So make sure you read your labels as well. Um, and like I said, this is just a disclaimer. I'm not any way, shape or form professionally trained to talk about allergies I'm just sharing my experience and some of the suggestions that have um, helped me so I hope you found that useful and please listen out for the following two episodes coming out later this week if you have a question for uh, about allergies that you want to me to ask the allergy professional that's coming on later this week from allergy uk drop me an email or send me um, a dm and hopefully I can get the question answered on the podcast. But if you are, yeah, do have a child with allergies, by all means, share your comments. Um, you know, let me know how you're getting on. Join that community and share this episode and I will see you on the next one. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning in. If this episode helped you in any way, please share so more mums can find the podcast and benefit from the information on today's show. Please also subscribe and review the podcast. It will be greatly appreciated and really keep me encouraged. Till the next episode, remember that you are the best mum for your children and I know you're doing an amazing job. So be kind and patient with yourselves. See you soon.